The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. With so many people living longer, the fear of outliving your money becomes a reality for many of us. Will I be a financial burden? Will I outlive my money? How will I be remembered? My name is Neil Himmelstein, president of Main Street Planning Group. Please contact me by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. I will introduce you to strategies that will guarantee you will not outlive your money, that can guarantee you will not be a burden on your loved ones. Through a collaborative approach, we will uncover solutions that offer tax-efficient strategies, lifetime income, and legacy planning. Choice, organization, direction, and education. That is the code we stand behind. Contact MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. And listen to me every Friday at 3 p.m. as I host the Main Street Code for Financial Success right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein, and you can reach me at 631-647-4694 or themainstreetcode.com. Now, when we talk about code, we talk about choice, organization, direction, and education. And last week, uh, we work with hundreds of advisors across the country, attorneys, accountants, other financial advisors and clients like you and and people that have needs. And I think organization is one of the biggest keys in the world. You know, as we as we go in life, we gather assets, we have different deals, we have different things, we have files all over the place. But if we're in a crisis mode or something happens to us, do we know the phone number of the plumber? Do we know the phone number... I mean, we don't know any of that. Where's the life insurance policy? I hear that. Or do I have a policy for this? Or how's my policy? So part of the organization process, and, you know, we had a great guest last week who put together a book because he had a crisis, and that he designs books because he his wife realized that he was going into the hospital, and she didn't know the phone number of the plumber. She didn't know this. She didn't have access to the computer. She didn't know the passwords. All these things are very important. But when we do an organization review, not only do we organize your assets and check the beneficiaries, we're going to talk to you about each asset and what it means and where it is. And it's going to give you some perspective. It's going to give you some perspective, a questioning. Okay, why did I do this? Okay, at the time it was the best decision in the world, but now maybe I don't need something or maybe I need to improve something or maybe I need to change the beneficiaries. All this happens when you get organized. And today we have a great guest with us, Mike Brothers, who has a show, uh, I think right after me, right? Right after you, Every the Medicare Friday, Mike Show. When is, when is your show? Every Friday, 3.30. 3.30, I'm with the great Medicare Mike, and Medicare Mike and I always have a lot to talk about when we, we talk. No, no doubt about and, it. And thank you. I mean, you're just coming off of open enrollment season. So you must be exhausted. Uh, I'm brain fried. Brain fried. <laughs> so open enrollment. What I, you know, I always wondered. I don't understand this whole pressure time. Oh, tell me about open enrollment. Sure. What that's all about. In actuality, they call it annual enrollment period because there gotcha. is a separate open enrollment period. Now. Oh, okay. Uh, annual enrollment period each year is October fifteenth to December seventh. That's the time frame 
anybody on Medicare has to choose a plan or to stay on their same plan for the following year. Gotcha. Uh, without ex- without having a special enrollment period, that's the time frame you have to choose. And if you don't, you could be out of luck for the next year. Uh, like this year, there was one company that, that tendered 40,000 non-renewals. Wow. Uh, and a lot of people who don't read their annual notice of change in September are going to be quite surprised come January when they go to their visit their doctor and find out they don't have a plan. Yeah, that's scary. So every year, and I know it happens, you know, I don't handle Medicare. I handle the other insurance, mm-hmm. long-term care, life insurance. But every year there's a lot of changes. Yes, And sir. you were just telling me. Oh, my God, the changes this year. You said companies going out, companies going tell, tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, there was uh, one company just decided that any NYU Langone primary care doctor in Long Island is no longer in the network. Wow. Another company, as I just mentioned, termed 40,000 clients, uh, terminated them, uh, the plans, not the client, but terminated the plans. Uh, other plans got drastically improved over the following year um so you know as a representative of my clients i got to make sure they have the best plan from year to year so normally the things stay almost the same this year there was some drastic changes both up and downward that caused a lot of people to to look more into what their plans were so so tell me what the trend is i know you do a lot with advantage plans yep and there's also supplement plans right and um uh, you could, I know you go through the difference all the time and, and, you know, I hear on TV, this one, the advantage plan, sometimes I'll give you dental and give you some other benefits mm-hmm. and, and the networks are different and all that kind of stuff. But where have you seen the most change in advantage plans or supplement? Plans? Oh, definitely the advantage plans. And most of them improved to where now you're getting preventative dental as part of the base premium, which, oh, is, which really? is a zero monthly premium. Wow. So now you're getting preventative dental. You're getting uh, some plans, uh, especially in Nassau County, we're giving Part B givebacks up to $75 a month. Really? Part B giveback. And with the reduction of Part B for next year, now some people are paying less than $100 a month in their Part B premium, which is pretty severe. Wow. Uh, you know, yeah. That's oh, like yeah. a $900 a year savings in your pocket. That's yeah. $100 a month can, you know. Yeah. Doesn't quite lease me a car, but it could, uh, you know, help help me pay my electric bill. There you go. Uh, help me buy more food on the table. Absolutely. I mean, that's real savings. It's real, real yeah. good thing. And so security's going up next year by eight point seven percent. Yeah. And I think that's very interesting. And you need to sit with people like Mike every year. You need to review your plan because it changes, right? It does. As well as your financial plans change every year. Not only do products change. But the world changes, yep. and there's another change. So we, we mentioned Social Security's going up. Uh, Medicare premiums are Part B's going down. Some Advantage plans are getting better. Some are leaving. So if you're just sitting there watching the world go by, you might be losing out on something tremendously financially and or your coverage, which is even worse. Yes. So you really need to review your stuff. And with Medicare, and, and the great thing with Social Security going up, you know, people are worried about inflation. Of course, it's it's on everybody's mind. You know, how am I going to pay my bills? What am I going to do? Uh, one of the things that, it, that affects inflation, there's some other factors out there that people don't talk about a lot. 
Uh, one of them is called Irma. Yes. Tell me what Irma is. Ir- Irma is not your friend. <laughs> Irma is, uh, if you make more than, I believe it is $84,000 as a single person or $191,000 uh, as a married couple, uh, your Part B premium will increase proportionately based on different levels of how high your income is. Uh, and that could increase your Part B premium by hundreds of dollars a month. Right. And apparently they adjust it every year. Yes. And they do it off your tax returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, from two years prior. From two years prior. Yeah. And so so it, is, um, it is an added expense uh, that that I've certainly seen um, with my wife yeah. and, and um, I get it. And um, it means income, in, income in re- something means re- testing. Inco- yeah, it, yeah, income uh-huh. related a- annual right. adjusted uh, right. maximum income or something. It's, it's a weird number, but Irma, when so, you hear Irma, it's not a good so thing. So when you're doing retirement, pre-retirement planning, one of the things I suggest to people is you want to look at when you retire, what is coming in taxable and what's not coming in taxable because that taxable income is what they look at. Yes. So if you have a lot of money in your IRAs and all of a sudden you retire and you take a big chunk of money out of your IRA, that becomes taxable income to you. So in planning, what we do early on and in later stages as well, is maybe there's some more tax efficient vehicles. We help you develop not just, you know, people talk about budgeting. I talk about, especially with wealthier people, I like to talk about, let's develop a spending plan. You know, what assets are we gonna spend? Not how are we gonna budget, but which assets are we gonna spend and how is that gonna affect my lifestyle if I spend more money, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it, that's okay, but do I wanna take it out of a taxable bucket? Or a tax-free bucket, right? Or do I want to tax defer my money? So that's all part of the planning process, pre-retirement and post-retirement. Or you know, these are all planning factors, and they all work in together. So Security, Medicare, retirement, Irma, and all these factors change, and the laws change, and programs change. And things are constantly changing, which is why you need to annually review and organize all your assets, as I said in the beginning of the show. And it's real important from your point of view for your clients. Again, they go back and look at your income taxes from two years ago to determine. Absolutely. So you've got to really plan this well in advance, not just currently. Right. Terrific. Well, you're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. You know how to reach me. I'm at themainstreetcode.com. And Mike, how can they reach you? MedicareMikeNY.com or 917-669-2014. And folks, we'll be right back right after the commercials. Thank you. Welcome back to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm here with you, Neil Himmelstein, your host. And I'm here with Mike Brothers, Medicare Mike, as he's known. And before the break, we were talking about some of the variables at retirement, which is your Medicare plan, which changes every year. Uh, As carriers come in, carriers go out, benefits increase, benefits decrease, 
It's all crazy. Social security is going up. Another factor. And we talked about this other thing called Irma, Irma. which people don't talk about until you get hit with this big bill because you're making too much money or you're taking too much out of your IRA two years ago. And then all of a sudden your bill goes up and you don't understand it. Why did it go up? And Mike, I'm the bad guy. And you told me that, <laughs> that my Part B premium was going down, but it's going up. That's right. Because I made too much money. It's not good. Anyhow, uh, very interesting stuff. And there's another thing that came up earlier this year uh, as part of what I do for NAFO, this National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. I'm a vice president in the state of New York, but I'm also on a national council for long-term care. And long-term care is something that we all have to consider as part of what happens. And long-term care, uh, as defined, is not being able to form two out of six of activities of daily living. And your Medicare insurance doesn't cover, and it says right on the Medicare app, doesn't it, Mike? Yes, it does. This does not cover long-term care. So the number one carrier, from, and the odds, I've said the odds a million times, the, the latest statistics are over 70% of us, after we reach age 65, we'll need some sort of care, either in the home or facility, that we can't perform two out of six activities of daily living. And over 50% of that is due to mental impairments, which people don't understand. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm strong, I'm healthy. But a lot of times, our, our minds don't keep up. You know, they're doing a lot of research with Alzheimer's and different things. But you know, we're, we're machines. And, and so they found a way to keep us alive forever, but not every little part works right. as good as it used to. So 70% of us need it. It's a financial burden to yourself and your family if you need to hire somebody to come in and help you. And you say, well, I don't need anybody to help. I have my, my spouse. Well, I always like to look at people and say, can you lift your spouse out of a chair? Can you, can you physically lift them out of a chair? Well, you know, it's hard. You know, in my, in my parents' case, uh, my mom, what started their process, my parents are both deceased, but my, my dad had back problems and back issues and neck issues. And uh, they progressed pretty badly, and she couldn't lift them out of the tub. So what happened, and this was at least 25 years ago, I, I you know... She called 911. I can't get him out of the tub. So he sat there. You know, she got him a blanket or something. But you're sitting there in a cold tub, and he waited an hour or two hours for the you know, fire department to come to lift him out of a tub. Uh, and a week later, took a bath. Same thing happened. Now they waited three hours to come. So their long-term care, even though they had money, it wasn't an issue of money. It wasn't an issue of plan. It was an issue of, well, they didn't have a plan. And... Here, this is their plan, and then the stress became on the caregiver, my mother, and who passed away seven years before my father, and what caused her to decline was taking care of my father. Right. And people don't realize related. the stress, the physical, emotional, and financial stress it puts on the caregiver, the other 30% of us are taking care of the 70%, so it affects 100% of us. Absolutely. So anyhow, long-term care, I, I want to get off my soapbox for a minute. It's so important that this is planned out because the if you don't have a long-term care plan and you run out of assets or you run low on assets, you go on Medicaid. It's not Medicare. Right. 
Tell me what Medicaid is, Mike. Medicaid is a state-run program. It's funded by the federal government, but it's run by each individual state with their own guidelines that will pay for your long-term care needs. Uh, and without proper planning, though, upon the, your demise, they're going to come back after your assets that you still have. Right. Uh, so not only not only does it it doesn't pay for all of your needs, you don't get a choice of where you go. No. Medicaid is designed to be long-term care for the impoverished, basically. Right. So um, I don't like to have any of my clients impoverished. Yes, you know, you can move assets to a certain degree if you do some long-term planning. But at the end of the day, Medicaid is a huge, huge cost to the government. No question. And not only is it a huge cost to the government, that it's such a huge cost to them because they're the number one provider of long-term care coverage that they're looking for ways to protect themselves. So they're looking for solutions. Well, one solution coming up that right now in Suffolk County, there's a three-month look back. It's going to a 30-month look back some point in 2023. What's that? What do you mean look back? Uh, they can, before you are eligible to get the benefit, they're going to look back at your assets over the last 30 months. So you can't make transfers right at that time. Correct. So that's, that's a very big thing. And, and we do have some legal ways of doing it without going to an attorney. Yes, an attorney is going to be very helpful in planning if you know you're going to have. We don't always know the time that all of a sudden we can't get out of a chair. Right. We, we don't know that. Okay. Sometimes we know things are progressing and we got to make a plan. Unfortunately, that's when people plan. Right. Not before it. You know, it's like, oh, what do I need life insurance for? I'm healthy. Yeah, right. but we don't know today. Listen, if we knew the day we were going to die, the best time to buy life insurance the day before. is the day before. <laughs> That's when you get a huge return. Right. But unfortunately, we don't know that. But the least expensive time to buy it is well before, okay, mm -hmm. like as early as possible. But the day before, man, that, you're, you're cashing in. It's like if you knew your house was going on fire tomorrow, would you... Would you uh, get fire insurance? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. And this is what bothers me. Everybody is mandated they must buy fire insurance on their house. Right? right? But if I told you, Mike, you have a 70% chance your house was going to go on fire. I don't know when. Would you insure it? Of course. So you have a 70% chance of needing care. Right. Are you protecting it? I am. I don't know if the rest of the right. world is, but yeah. Exactly. So that's important. So th you need to do some sort of long-term care planning. It could be partially legal. It could be financial. There is long-term care insurance, and there are hybrids. Now, here's what's happening in the United States. Because of this big issue, it started with Washington State. Actually, this talk has been going on for years and years and years. New York State was one of the first states in the country to come out with a New York State Partnership for Long-Term Care, which was Robert a private-public partnership. Uh, if you bought a policy and you used up that policy and you ran out of money, they would come in and it wouldn't take any of your assets whatsoever. You could have a million dollars sitting in the bank, wouldn't make a difference, they would come in. So that was a great thing. But what happened is those plans got so expensive and so crazy and ill designed they weren't designed properly. So there's no product you can buy today that has that plan anymore. Right. The partnership's gone. 
So, but the states still need, and we're engaged in nationally on a private-public partnership, because they have a problem. They do, they need to stop the bleeding of Medicaid. So, Washington State came out with a tax just for Washington State residents. Very confusing. They gave everybody two months to comply. Either you pay this tax as a part of a payroll tax, an additional tax that the employees had to pay, sometimes for the rest of their life, I don't care if you're 20 or 40 or 50 or 60, that would cover them for $36,000 of long-term care, which is nothing. Nothing. It's a month. Okay. (laughs) Unless they had a private long-term care policy. Now, New York State introduced legislation like this in September. The bill did not go through. But it was a copycat bill, and they were giving you till the end of this year to buy some payment or prepare for a tax. As a matter of fact, I had a couple companies reach out to me last week and approach me and say, we want to buy a long term. We don't want to pay this tax. We think it's that big a deal. We think it's coming. I'm not sure if it's coming or not. But here's the problem. We have one standalone carrier. We actually have three standalone carriers in the state of New York to handle long-term care. Standalone. What, what, what happens if you put all that pressure on a carrier to buy all these small policies? It blew up in Washington. Mm-hmm. Bye It'll bye blow carriers. up here. You see what has happened to the Medicare world. Absolutely. So it's a very big concern. Anyhow, you, this has been great, Mike. I love having you on. You're listening my honor. To Thank you. Main Street Code for Financial Success. Neil Himmelstein, 631-647-4694. And Mike, how do they get a hold of you? 917-669-2014 or go to my website, MedicareMikeNY.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a terrific afternoon. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.